Thanks to Raycon Wireless Earbuds for supporting the morning stream. Raycon Earbuds started about half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash morning stream. Coming up on TMS, men still can't find the inappropriate button. I don't like dolls that go wee. Holy moly, attacked by guacamole. Was Troy with the horse? The Metallica Corporation. Piff the green Charizard. There's a reason my nipple is bleeding. The Dahmer cooking show. We just make food over here. Brian's hard out before he is hard in. So true. White blobs aren't scary. <laughs> Guac attack. Small batch delivery. Don't let anyone pick your bum. Talking fun with Steven Schleicher and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. It's the first machine to come out with an active matrix display. It's the most stunning mm -hmm. display on any portable uh, on the market today. Now, what, what's uh, the advantage of that? Uh, it, it's very high resolution and you can have animation. Okay. Now it's yours for only $99.95 complete. <laughs> You can't spell the morning stream without remonstrating. This is the morning stream. Good morning, our brothers and sisters, and welcome to another episode of TMS. It's the morning stream for Monday, August 10th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. You know, we're getting into the episode numbers that are birth years for... For listeners, probably. Oh, like, yeah. Today's yeah. 1973. So if you were born in 1973, yep. Happy 47th birthday to you. Yep. Well done. You've made it. <laughs> or wherever you are. Yeah. Yes. That was really fast because you remember when I was goofing around going, ah, this year in 1785, this thing happened. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we were doing the, uh, right, doing the, the, here's what happened on these, on this, in this year. And now it was we're all like... weird stuff like, you know, Cantine Flas came up with the musical score for Don Quixote. Or mm -hmm. Yeah, really old stuff. But this thing is like yeah. 73. That's getting too close for comfort. I don't like that. Before you know it, we'll be in the 90s. Ooh. On this day in 1994, Kurt Cobain did a bad thing and went away. Oh, no. See, that we might be getting mm -hmm. to those. We don't mm -hmm. want that. No, anyway, no, hey, everybody. Be there in 20 episodes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's about right. Anyway, hey, we're here. Uh, we're doing it. We got stuff to do. I just wanted to real quickly uh, give my wife a shout out, a shout out to the, to the wife, because mm -hmm. on uh, Saturday she made homemade Mississippi style po'boys, and uh, if you've never had that in your life, you don't know what you're missing out on. Uh, they were shrimp, fried shrimp. We fried it ourselves out there mm -hmm. in the uh, on the grill. Even we just used the grill to heat up a, a thing of oil and made. These amazing shrimp po' boys. And if you don't know what that is, it's a great big fat-ass sandwich just full of fried shrimp and mm -hmm. lettuce and mayo and mustard and, and pickles that were made, uh, homemade pickles. And it's just amazing. It's a staple of the South. Nice. And uh, nice. doesn't include It's like staples. your lobster roll, but with shrimp instead of the lobster. A little bit, for yeah. You, for you uh, New Englanders. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit like that. Greg for Walkman knows. He knows what's up. Uh, by the way, I see in the chat, he says he is COVID free. I guess he had to get a test. Good. That Good. makes me happy. You, you yeah. Cause we were worried. I remember seeing, um, people in the chat room, uh, would hit, uh, six returns, uh, before they type something. If it was adjacent to one of Greg's, uh, posts in the chat, <laughs> just like a, well, like a little asterisk or something like a period. Uh -huh. Yeah. Just yeah. a little hyphen, 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 one, hyphen, blah, 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 two, hyphen, 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 hyphen. Three. So he's keeping six. 
Oh, weird. It won't even let me do it. Let's see. Oh, really? Well, yeah, you got to oh, do like go. a... Um, Hyphens work. You're right. Shift return. There you go. I am now socially distanced from uh, Red Fraggle 3, which... <laughs> You're right. We like almost need a um, an ASCII mask, you know, set of characters. I'm sure somebody's come up with an ASCII mask. Yeah, you can call them ASCII when you're done. Masky. Yeah. Jeez. I like that. Anyway, it was great. I recommend Damn. it. We had uh, we had uh, the kids over because they're the only people we know who have <laughs> been trustworthy in their uh, yeah. goings on. And uh, it was great. So uh, get your, go make yourself one. Oh, but man, I don't know how I did it. I still stayed under my calories. So what I did is that morning I knew we you were doing it. just did not eat anything else. Yeah. I, I had like two two eggs in the morning. It was like uh-huh. 150 calories or something, 200 yeah. calories. It's protein. It's protein. Good. Yeah, yeah. Just some protein. No fat or carbs. Just went really light. And by the time dinner rolled around, I'm dying. I'm so freaking hungry. I'm, I'm going to sure. pass out. And uh, I had two of them. And I thought, oh, well, this is still going to go over because these are huge. Nope. Yeah. Still stayed under. Really? Even with yeah. the bread and the mayonnaise and mm-hmm. stuff like that? Just barely wow. under, but under. Okay. So, All right. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. The eggs are great. Eggs are in Weight Watchers Zero Point Foods. So that's a really good one to, to go to. And and the good thing about eggs, you can eat them for lunch, too. That's right. <laughs> and those chickens <laughs> got to lay eggs. Dinner. Yeah, no chicken no chickens sitting around going, I don't want to lay eggs. There's plenty of them. We are... We are rife with eggs here in this country. That's right. That's right. Exactly. So eat your eggs. Don't eat your onions, though. Did you hear about that onion recall? Oh, my gosh. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah. I love onions. Salmon, what do they say salmon, about onions? Salmonella uh, outbreak. Bad one. <sighs> 48 states uh, have it. Wow. Yeah. That probably means Alaska and Hawaii don't <laughs> and have Hawaii it. And Hawaii are the only two. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there the, are specific farms and stuff where they came from i guess or distribution points or whatever so we just we ha- we just barely got a bunch of onions because we were going to pickle them and yeah. kim took them back and the stores like was fine with it they're like what are they white or red or uh, i think it oh i don't remember now kim would know she's not here i f- can't remember but Vidalia? yeah <laughs> if you buy and we do have some onions that her dad grew in his garden those are fine mm-hmm. <laughs> Those don't have the well, salmonella, sure, but uh, watch out for the store-bought stuff, everybody. We don't need Rona. <laughs> I love, boy, the the, the the accuracy of the chat room. Red, red onions. Dice Tomino says both. Yellow, I think, says Tanner. <laughs> oh, seems like nobody knows, so I'm not going to. Okie dokie Loki says red, white, yellow, and sweet, so maybe it is all of them. So it's all of the above. Oh, all from the same distributor. Okay. Oh. Okay. So you just got to check and make sure where you're getting your, your onions. Thompson International Incorporated is the company. I never buy onions from them. They suck. Oh, they're the worst. They're just Clearly, the worst. I was right to never buy onions from the Thompson, what was it? Thompson Distribution? What did you Thompson say Thompson International Incorporated. Yeah. That's a, you know, Tom. An onion distributor. <laughs> what if the, the guy, what if the dude who founded it has a twin? Then he he he's a Thompson twin. <laughs> oh, jeez! You know that's funny because I just listened to the Thompson twins last night because I got in a mood. I got Did in you? a mood. Yeah, hold me now. I just got. I just couldn't stop. That's good. Yeah. Well, because today I'm going to the doctor. Doctor. Oh yeah. Put <laughs> your finger right up my butt. Do to do to do to do. Actually, we don't know, Brian. And then hold me now. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Brian, yeah, Brian's got his doctor appointment, so we're going to try to be uh, Johnny on the spot with the timing today and uh, get him out of here on time, so that'll be good. Yeah. want to sh- uh, give a quick uh, congratulations and shout-out to Don Kelly in the Tadpool. He is a brand-new grandfather of a, a very healthy little baby, and I uh, wanted to give him a little shout-out. So, Don Kelly, Yay. congratulations. 
Welcome to the club. Hold Older on. guys with kids that are having kids. That's us. All right, Brian, what'd you do on uh, Not Saturday? me anytime soon. No. Uh, so Saturday night, we went to a magic show in our basement. Uh, we did the the Zoom concert uh, experience. Not really concert. Um, kind of stand-up comedy magic. If you've, if you've heard of Piff the Magic Dragon, he is a Las Vegas staple um he's uh good buddies with penn and teller he's been on their show a few times he's been on agt uh, piff is hilarious and he's the sarcastic comedian magician that um wears a, a dragon costume and uh is british and does really sarcastic and and uh snide comments and he's hilarious and he's been doing uh these shows from his las vegas studio which is his former one car garage ah <laughs> And uh, uh, yes, and Mr. Piffles is there as well. Um, is it P I F F? P I F F? P I F F. Yeah, it's Puff, but with a with an I instead of a U. Got it. That makes sense. Okay. And uh, um, he's he's cranking these shows out. Like Stephen Page from Bare Naked Ladies is doing the show once a week. Piff uh, Piff is doing these shows like four or five times a week. But it's great. We're in there with um, forty other people. He's you know people who want to want to volunteer to pick a card from their head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Could pick a card or or he's doing a lot of interactive stuff. It was great. It was it was absolutely hilarious. So So uh, uh highly recommend it. I thought it'd be like I'm looking at him now. It's basically mm-hmm. a dragon onesie. You know. It is a dragon onesie. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. I was thinking like it's going to be some, you know, Bilderan looking dragon <laughs> costume. Oh yeah, like some super really incredible cosplay situation. Yeah. No. Yeah. May as well be a Pokemon uh, of some sort or something. He's pretty much a Pokemon. I mean, he's pretty much a green Charizard or something. <laughs> he's a shiny, he's a shiny Charizard. And that and Mr. Piffles is that little dog there. Mr. Piffles is the little dog, and uh, he gets involved in the in the act. And um That's fantastic. Uh it was a it was sort of a mystery date for Tina and I. We did invite um George and Barb up to the house too, because they've also been very good and socially distant and that sort of thing. Nice. The um uh, but the show is, is you know, if you don't like magic shows, then Piff is actually a really good one for you because it's it's so funny. It's almost not like you're watching a, all right, now I'm going to conjure a, a flame from where there was no flame. You know, mm. it's it's all like really, really tongue-in-cheek um, stand-up comedy kind of stuff. Really good. Would you call it like, uh, well, you said stand-up, so I guess I, guess I can kind of see how this would work. So it's like... Not yeah. like prop comedy. I mean, it not like prop okay. comedy. No, not at all. No. Okay. Um, yeah. Best thing. Check out a YouTube video. He's got. I mean, he's been like I said. He's been on America's Got Talent a couple times. He's. Um, um, he's been on Penn and Teller's Fool Us, both as a, as a performer, but also as a as an assistant, as a special guest star kind of thing. Um, he's a he's little. Great. He's a little tiny guy. He is a little tiny guy. Yeah. <laughs> I just noticed he's very little tiny. I know he, he probably doesn't need to buy the adult dragon onesie. No, he's fine getting the getting the. Oh, that's not supposed to him. Yeah, it's not. He's fine not getting the kids one. But he 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 looks like a cool dude. I'd spend time with him. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Seems like a nice guy. <laughs> All right. Well, well done, Brian. You 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 yeah. and you having your uh uh your your good times on a on a Saturday night. Having good times on a Saturday night. We are going to call Brian Dunaway and we're going to play a game. Yeah, that's right. You heard me at home. That means you get to maybe win. It all depends on whether you pick the right horse or not, uh, mm. and also whether or not <laughs> I add Brian Dunaway properly to this call. 
which I'm having a hard time doing. There we go. Okay, we're adding them to the call, and uh, we're going to take your calls. And before you know it, it'll be a real humdinger. Brian Dunaway, are you there? It'll be a real humdinger. Oh, oh God, it is him. <laughs> Brian Dunaway joins us from South Carolina, not affected by the North Carolina earthquake that happened like yesterday or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. What, are you kidding me? I've been shaking in my boots. You didn't feel it, did you? That's too far for you. You can't feel that. No, I have, I have people. some people said they felt it, and I'm like, whatever. Yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Liars. I ch- some I ch- people ch- do. Some people say they feel it, and I'm like, maybe they did, because it's all, you know, if we did feel it, it would be very minimum, and if mm-hmm. I'm doing anything, let's say I'm walking the treadmill, I'm not going to register that. Right. But if I'm laying in the bed, maybe. Maybe. May slosh around a little bit. Yeah. You right. detect the movement. You can tell when there's a pee in there. Or mm-hmm. wait, that's who that's the princess in the pee. Never mind. Brian can tell when he's peed his bed. That's what I meant to Am say. Am I the princess not, not the if pee. he's using a water bed? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh by the way, Dan, uh, I got a hold of Dan. He said his neighborhood felt it, but he didn't because he slept through it. And I thought, man, how great would it be to be Dan Patrice and sleep through right. the earthquake? Exactly. That'd be nice. The neighborhood's out running around. Ah, the sky's falling. Yeah. He's just snoozing. Yeah, what's in his going bed. on out there? <laughs> Apparently him and his wife are like the only two that didn't feel it. But anyway, wow. weird to have a weird to have a thing in uh, uh or an earthquake. These days in, it is weird to have a thing. Yeah, it's weird to have a thing. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play this game, but before we do that, we'll find out who's been on the line here waiting for us. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Ed from Texas. Well, hello, Ed from Texas. Hey, Ed from Texas. What part of Texas are you from? I'm from Dallas. Dallas, Texas. You're you. I like Dallas as a town. I can't stand your airport though. It's the worst airport oh, on the planet. Mm. We can't either. Okay, good. I'm yeah. glad to hear we're not alone. DFW. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Uh, although I wrecked a bathroom there once. Anyway, hey, uh, let's <laughs> let's get over to the point of this whole thing, which is Brian Ibbett explaining the rules, the prizes, and our topic. That's right, Scott. I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers to fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Your job, Ed from Texas, is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for the carryover prizes from Wednesday, which will assault your senses. First, you will use your fingers to play a game called Horace. Uh, you know, like touch, you'll touch them, mm. and then you'll use your eyes to watch Spider-Man: Far From Home, a digital copy, and then you'll use your ears to listen to Goblin King and Beast Queen, a uh, Monster Slayer online book one and book two on Audible, and we're even mm. adding to assault Taste. your nose and your mouth some tea from the Phoenix Pearl Ooh. Tea Shop, courtesy of Gwen. Wow! This Look is a big, at all that amazing stuff. This is a big package today. I like it. It is a big package mm-hmm. today, Scott. Yeah. Hubba hubba. All right. Uh, that's your prize package, but you need a topic. This one comes to us from Aaron McCabe. This is a great one because uh, uh, there's been a lot of fluctuation in this uh, over the past year. So I like I like, uh, I like a list that's got a little bit of movement. Keep you guys on your toes. Yeah. Uh, the RIAA, who, who we all love, you know, oh, all the great the things that, yeah. that they do for the world. Yeah. Um, has uh, identified the 50 best-selling albums of all time. Best-selling albums oh, of all time. Okay. And uh, uh, there, like I said, there's been fluctuation in the I list. I was about but... to say that's great because you kind of just told us because we can kind of assume that, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Some of the more recent things maybe has broken into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe. I wouldn't necessarily assume that. I you know, might just assume Let me people assume. might be buying. Let me okay. assume. Assume, <laughs> assume what you want to assume. Uh, anyway, we want to see how many of the top 50 albums, greatest albums of all time, you can name. Oh, man. Wait, 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 wait. Now you just changed it up. You just you went from, so not sales, the, the best no. So which is it? Is it the Certified, best or the best selling? Did I say best? Best? I you meant best said, selling. Okay, best you selling said best. Oh, okay, okay, most okay. most albums sold. Good yeah, co- good I, good eye, done away, because that's what I heard I'm too. And you, I wasn't uh, sure. I'm glad you heard that. <laughs> well, Certified <laughs> units sold. Okay. is what this is based on. So the best selling. Yeah, the nice thing is there'll be some crossover with those two lists: yes. best and best selling. Sure. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> mm. Oh, good. Yeah, there's I some. Love how sure, we'll, Ibit we'll... always sows the uh, the doubt. Just some, yeah, exactly. just some crossover, just a little. Not some a crossover between best and best selling albums. Yeah. All right, so uh, Ed, now that you've heard the category, and you've Ed. heard uh, Scott and Brian's confidence levels. What's your confidence level? Who are you going to pick to win this thing? I am going to ask Dunaway to go first and Scott to win. Yeah. Look at Ed. I'm, Ed feels he like is committed. asking Scott to win. He's Scott, asking me to win. Please win. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. All right, Dunaway, you start. <laughs> Dunaway, I'm going away. first. Top selling albums of all time. Correct. According to the RIAA. Correct. I'm going to go with classic Michael Jackson thriller. That's a great one to start with. That's actually one that that kind of does fluctuate uh, on the top and uh, second from the list. Um, it is certified by, depending on where you look, it's either certified 66 million, or I'm sorry, 47 million copies or 38 million, uh, 33 million copies. But in any case, right up here at or near the top of the list is Michael Jackson's Thriller. Okay. Um... Oh boy, let's do. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you always, you always heard about how long it was on the Billboard charts and stuff, so I have to think Dark Side of the Moon is somewhere up in there, somewhere. You would think, right? Yeah. I mean, it is pretty dang. It's been, it's had some staying power. Uh, it is on the list: fifteen million certified units on on this printed list I've got, and um, what is it over on this list? In any case, it's on the list. How's that? Okay, we'll leave it. At, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Um, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. So I'm gonna. And that go. is a crossover of best albums and best-selling albums. Oh, interesting. It's an amazing album. Yeah, at least in my I'm, opinion. <laughs> right. I agree. I think I remembered having this discussion before, and I remember talking about a couple of Beatles albums, but I'm always never sure which one because I'm not the biggest Beatles head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, like I said, Michael Jackson Thriller was a no-brainer. But it seems like we always talked about the self-titled Metallica album doing really well. So I'm going to go with the self-titled Metallica, Metallica. It's a, it's a great one to pick. Uh, Metallica by Metallica from the Metallica Corporation. 16 million <laughs> units sold according to this list <laughs> right here. All right. Let's do... Uh, I feel like I want to stay in. All. It's nice. It's nice to know this isn't an inflation-based thing at all. So I can just right, kind of right, right. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I can dip yeah. back. Um, we'll say. Doesn't matter how much people pay for these albums. The fact that they bought one is all that we care about. 
My kids were sick of me playing it. I still play it all the time. It's one of my favorite all-time albums. Rumors by Fleetwood Mac has to be on this list. Yeah, Please. A great one. Yep. Uh, they should just tell you to go your own way and listen to it somewhere else. 11, 11th on the list, 20 million copies of Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. 11th. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Higher than I would have thought. Well, I'm going to go with uh, the album that I played for an entire summer, and it seemed like that album was just never going away. Every time you turn around, there's another hit. Uh, coming off of it, won't you? Won't you pour some sugar on me? <laughs> <laughs> Def Leppard with your hysteria. Def Leppard hysteria. Um, on the list, forty fourth on the top fifty Whoa. list. On the list, nonetheless. I thought it was a lot higher than that. <laughs> Twelve million units. I know it. Um, it seemed like everybody I knew, including me, had that album. Right. So Maybe I'm surprised it's, it's not higher on the list, but. Uh, yeah. Well, those Gen Xers, I guess we just couldn't move the needle as much as we wanted no. to. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's the best part is we didn't care because we're Gen Xers. We don't care. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go with. Uh, 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 pretty sure the Wall also did well for oh. Pink Floyd. So well, the wall. did very well for Pink Floyd. Even better than Dark Side of the Moon. The Wall is the eighth most uh, purchased album with. Twenty-three million certified units, according to the RIAA. That's crazy. Units. I'll take it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Units. I'm to have some. I'm trying to go back and remember the. It was so much. It was so much more important when I was in high school and in my early twenties that these albums were in my mind. Mm. And uh, I'm not sure that that power ever lasted after a certain point. I'm stalling. Um, so <laughs> I'm no, <trying>. that's <laughs> like that old so sub, that's like that subliminal guy. Oh, that act, what's his yeah. name, used to do on SNL. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on SNL, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, what was his name? Geez, now I can't think of Don't, don't get me sidetracked. Yeah, don't, don't get me sidetracked. So, I'm gonna go with a, a couple of them. There's two more American classics that I can think of, and I might be out after this. I think one of them I don't think Scott will guess. I'm gonna hold that one for a few more minutes, but I'm gonna okay. go ahead and go with uh. Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. Oh, it's a good one. Dang that's it. That's a good that's, one. Yep. Uh, 15 million units, putting it number 24 on this list. Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA. All right. Wait, how are you in your... Wasn't that like 83 or five, 5 or something, something like, like that? Yeah. You yeah, mid-80s. Yeah, 85, you, I think. You weren't in your 20s then, Dunaway. What are you thinking? You got that all mixed, mixed up in your no, head. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't get mixed up. I was, I was, I was actually did purchase it when I was... Oh, that's when you got it. I got you. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I, was, I was more of a connoisseur of music at that point, and I was going back to the decades, so it was easier to look back than mm. to look at present. That's what my daughter does now. She's 23. Ooh, but she's... When you said that, that makes me wonder about another one. Oh, I'm, I'm great. I'm not sure I'm... if a lot of the resources that we have... When we were growing up, Gen X was impactful enough on the album purchase. I know. After I know we loved it. Yeah, yeah. Whether we liked it or not doesn't seem to be the thing. Um, mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go with uh, a kid in the pool with his doodle out. Um, uh, Nirvana's <laughs> Nevermind. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. That was kind of area. Yeah. yeah. Nevermind by Nirvana. Oh, it's got to be. Forever. It has to be. And it's, it's transcended generations. It has okay, to be on there. Checking my second list. Hold on. No. It has to be. Oh, please don't tell me my de facto, you know, my, our... Uh, it has to be on there. On there either. How is that, like, possible? That can't be possible. 
I'm checking to see where it is on the list. That was a giant, giant hit. Yeah, but it was right on the verge of when we all went digital, right? So did albums... What I mean, was it was the... before digital for sure, but yeah. it wasn't long after. What was the low? The low. Uh... <laughs> we all got it on Napsters. Yeah. What's the low? Uh, the low on here is twelve million. So, oh. so you're telling me that sold less than twelve million copies? I'm looking it up. Yeah, it must have. No. Interesting. Because um, it is not be. on the RIA. So, so I, I gotta ask, how about uh, Pearl Jam's ten? How did that? Here we go. Certifications. Had... Um, certified unit sales in the U.S. ten million. Oh, so shit! Yeah, just really? It. Just missed it. But it's funny because I even I just loaded a bunch of the like you can load more on the RIAA list, yeah. and uh, uh, I still have not gotten to the point where it's in here, and I don't know. That, I, feel like a lot that of, I feel like probably the mind. heyday is probably going to be mostly music from like the seventies. I guess so. Like, I, I yeah. guess so. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, sales. I'm literally blown away by that. I mean, and this is also, I can't even blame Napster. This is when did that album come out? Like ninety or ninety one or something? Never, right, but it's really the tail that 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 mm-hmm. makes it right. I mean, it's I guess the so. long sales. Frick. So Lendonade says, Nevermind has sold over 30 million copies worldwide, making it one of the best-selling albums of all time. A certified diamond by the Recording Industry Association oh. of America. Still not on the RIA, not on the RIAA's oh. list. Which is the list um, we're going on. And if it's 30 million, that would actually put it uh, third on this list, which, so this, um, the list I'm looking at must be just domestic. But oh. still, you'd think it would be high enough to. I would. I'm shocked by that. I'm utterly yeah. shocked by it. Okay, can I make? I just want to say one other one that I was holding because I thought no, it was losers like losers don't get to say. I, well, I do. <laughs> I just still lose. <laughs> but Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band was probably on there, and I should have said that. Oh uh, yeah. Um, it would be. I'd be surprised if it wasn't the the White Album. Actually, did uh, is the best Beatles album, uh, best selling that, Beatles. That's why album. I stayed away from it because they they did so many amazing things, but I I wasn't sure They're, which ones. Their two greatest hits part. albums, 67 to 70 and 62 to 66, are on the list. No, Sgt. Pepper's is not on the, really? oh the USRA list of top, top 50. Yeah, That is mine. I cannot believe the two albums I was thinking of didn't make it. I can't believe that. <laughs> it, okay, so I got to know. I, I kind of suspected, you know, the only real player who really just is diehard, you know, music sells by albums is Taylor Swift. Has she cracked that top spot no Any? no taylor really? swift on here at all um adele is one of the most uh, the newest ones that's on this list interesting um with her 21 album 14 million uh domestic so here's here's the full list and i just put in the you know the ria link is what i'm considering to be the definitive right <laughs> sure because this is the uh um the top selling albums uh the eagles greatest hits uh, as well as their Hotel California, ACDC's Back in Black. Count totally if it sells, if it sells, That's it right. absolutely counts. That's a true story. Uh, Led Zeppelin 4, Billy Joel's double album, Greatest Hits Volume 1 and 2. Why he made a double album that was two <laughs> volumes, why not just make it Billy Joel's Greatest Hits? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Garth Brooks' double live, Hootie and the Blowfish, Crack Review. Hootie yeah. and the Blowfish beat Nirvana's Nevermind. <laughs> yes. Shania Twain. I mean, more more mainstream, right? I mean, yeah, I um, guess so. in our circles, Nirvana's album is huge, but uh, yeah, you're right. uh, these are all so mainstream. 
Uh, Shania Twain, come on over. Garth Brooks, No Fences, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. Oh, the Bodyguard Garth. soundtrack. Boston <gasps> self-titled. Uh, Elton John's Greatest Hits, The Beatles I mentioned. Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. Bee Gees, Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Led go. Zeppelin's Physical Graffiti. Bob Marley and the Wage- Whalers Le- uh, Legend. Journey's Greatest Hits. Santana's Supernatural. Uh, Adele's 21. Backstreet Boys self-titled. Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. More oh. Garth Brooks. Uh, Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell, <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel's Greatest Hits, Steve Miller's Greatest Hits, Backstreet Boys Millennium, Bruce Springsteen's big old live album anthology thing. Backstreet Dixie Boys, Kids. that yeah. is great. Oh, Pearl there Jam it. 10, number 39 on the list. So, oh, I should have yeah. said um, 10. That was, that was the one I had. I had I had that Garth Brooks, and I had kind of come up with, I was thinking that the Pearl Jam 10 album right. probably nailed it. Oh, that's such uh, a good Purple album. Purple Rain, Whitney Houston, oh, Bon Jovi, Rain. Slippery Wind Wet, uh, Boys <sighs> Two Men. Jules Pieces of You, Kenny G's Breathless. <laughs> wow. Wow. I can't yeah. believe Pieces of You outsold so many albums. Did you wow. say did you say Saturday Night Fever? Yeah. I did say Saturday Night Fever. Okay. Yeah, that was about halfway down the list. Right. And um actually about 20 on the list. And Phil Collins, the 50th, no jacket required. Did you oh. see that his did you see that in, in the air tonight is in the top 40 again? It's oh, is it really? Yeah, it's all because it, it, these it two that. These two black teenager kids uh, had never heard any of his music, and they have this series of, I don't know if they're TikToks or YouTubes or whatever, but they sit there and they listen to music that is completely out of their world, their age, their everything. And one of them was this, and the video went viral of them just rocking out to that song, and they really liked it. And the next day, this song is on the top 40. Of the freaking list again. That is just the weirdest Love thing. It. But it's basically, Man, it's we've basically talked more about YouTube Phil Collins this video. week than we have in 20 years. I know. We talked about his daughter mm-hmm. on the film sack mm-hmm. movie and yeah. priest. Yeah, priest. Yeah, priest. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, uh, anyway, that big sucks. thanks to uh, Aaron McCabe. We'll, we'll continue this list. We're running out of senses of prizes to add on this thing. So uh, <laughs> we need to find uh, that people. Yeah. yeah, you're going to get uh, <laughs> Haley Joel Osment added to this prize package. My gosh. Uh, all right. So, Ed, how do you feel? Are you, I, Do you feel bad about picking me? How do you feel? I don't feel bad at all. I love you guys. Oh, you, get, you get me through my yeah. day. Oh, that's super nice of you, man. Uh, we'll keep a good watch and watchful eye over the the big the big state the big Lone Star. No, what is it? What do you guys call yourselves? The, the Lone, Lone Star, Star state, state, but there's another one. The big Lone Star State. Isn't there another one? Uh, yeah, big Sky Country is Montana. Is right. What am I thinking of then? Cow, the uh, Lone Star. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You're the greatest. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Uh, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next Ed. time. All right, well, Ed209 did not win. However, uh, Brian Dunaway did, and he deserves it because later today at 3.30 Mountain Time, he'll be in a better mood for the show we call The Boop Show, a video game show that Brian and I do every Monday where we talk about indie games, cool games, bad games, all kinds of games. That'll happen today live right here at frogpants.tv or on the podcast if that's how you get it at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. Uh, Brian, anything else you want to say? Or I've been grounded all weekend. Why? You know what I'm talking about? Well, uh, if you know what I'm talking about, the video game. Oh, the oh, the game, that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you've been out, you've been in the weeds and doing all that stuff and fighting the spiders oh, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Very I curious. Say fighting, more like running. Yeah, they they're scary. Uh, that the game actually features settings to make the spiders less scary. 
which is what you didn't know this. Go look in the settings. No, I've been I've been playing the scary mode. Apparently, yeah, you got to go change it. You can turn them into these kind of like just like a white blob, like they're <laughs> kind of harmless. <laughs> it's really weird, but we'll talk about that and more today at three thirty. Please come check it out. We'd love it. Uh, Brian Dunaway, he is the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Brian, have a fantastic afternoon. You too. Bye. 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 Okay. That's, bye, bye. that's the end of that. Now this. You need to read this, sir. You need to read it now. Time for the news brought to you by. I'll read it now. Brought to you by homemade beef jerky. Oh yeah, Kim made homemade beef jerky. We got the we got a dehydrator. And, oh nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, my from my daughter who wasn't using it. So we were like, we'll make take some it. fruit leather in there too. Yeah, that's next. We're doing some fruit leather and um, shoes out of that. Doing some more beef jerky. Some turkey uh-huh. jerky. We're gonna try that. Sure. And uh, it's uh, it was great. Oh my gosh, it was so good. So I can't wait for more. It was very salty, but in the way I like it. So uh, anyway, there you go. Jerky time. Excellent. Uh, Brian, let's get to some news this morning. Oh, I should mention. I probably should have put this in here. There's a new Fred and Can up today, and oh, yeah. uh, apparently the middle frame is shocking to some. <laughs> I, well, the question people have on their minds is: Is it? And is there sort of a self uh, actual? Is there some sort of self? Well, I mean, there's always that question. Been, there's been that question since the beginning, right? Is Fred me? Uh-huh. And in a lot of ways, he is. But I can promise you this: my left nipple is not bleeding for no reason. Okay. Okay. Good. Or my right nipple, either nipple, or the third one on my back. It's not bleeding either. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. All right. Uh, here's our first story. Trolls World Tour doll pulled from stores due to inappropriate button. Oh, no. So there's a button on there marked inappropriate? Yes. <laughs> well, apparently it uh, just is. After a barrage of complaints from parents and a petition calling for it to be removed from stores, Hasbro has pulled the Trolls World Tour poppy doll. Um, people shared their concerns about the placement of, of a button on the doll that they believe could be seen as normalizing child abuse. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Earlier this week, the DreamWorks uh, uh, Trolls, sorry, Trolls World Tour Giggle and Sing Poppy Doll went viral after footage of a Twitter uh, or on Twitter highlighted a unusual feature on the toy. On the doll, there are two sensors kids can press to make sounds. All right. One's the doll's stomach. They can just press it and it makes phrases and ask questions like, how about a hug and that sort of thing. The other sensor is located under Poppy's skirt and between the doll's legs. <laughs> Which means men will never find it. Nope. We have no idea where to find that button. <laughs> when pressed, it activates the doll's gasp and makes sounds oh. including wee and oh as a, no video, as a video demonstrates. Really? Yeah. So we have, we have video of this. Um, we should look at this. I mean, at least play the sound from it. I'm not going to look at it because it <laughs> freaks me out. Uh, all right, so uh, let's see. Where's the? Where can I buy one of these before they're before they're uh, <laughs> taken off shelves completely? Yeah, Brian really wants one. All yeah. right, so I'm gonna hit play here. We're just gonna hear what it sounds like when you push this button. Okay, I wanted to do a quick video because I find this disturbing and I find it something that needs to. Okay, be she shared. says quick video, but it's two minutes eight, eight seconds. So I'm just gonna skip around. Oh, until I find that's it. pretty. That is actually um, a pretty quick know, video compared. Yeah, it's quick, but it's not quick enough for us. So. What stuff has been going on? <laughs> Thrown in our okay, so. They gave her this. Okay. Says, so, I mean, she does all that. All right. Down here, I figured a video was the best way. So I just touched her tummy and she's going to sing for a minute. But down here is a button. Yeah, it's right on her, here it's on, on her, her private. It's on her bum. And if you push mm-hmm. those, she makes these sounds. 
<laughs> wow. That's pretty, oh. that's pretty, that's pretty weird. That is the, why would you put a button there? Like what? Uh, that's pretty weird. Somebody drew this out and put it in front of a board and said, all right, so we're going to have one button here and then we're going to have this one down here. This is going to make her go, ooh, and yes. wee. wee. Yeah. I think they, uh, I feel like somebody knew what they were doing. I don't know. This feels, this is too, at one point, what, like what kind of screening do you have at the company? Did you just yeah. like, did somebody just go, oh yeah, that's fine. Put that button there. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, this lady also needs to uh, kind of clean her desk uh, and yeah. uh, she needs how to learn and she needs to learn how to open a box. Yeah. It's oh here. here. Like a gasping sound. And I know some of you may not. Yeah, she needs like a table, like a like a spray, like a four oh nine, you know. Yeah, and she also right exactly. She also should just have somebody else hold the uh, camera so she can do this two handed. Yeah, you know, you want to if you're going to push the inappropriate button, you need to do it two handed. I always mm -hmm. say. All right. Bobby says they stated that the intent was for the doll to make noise when they were sitting down when the doll was sitting down. So you'd have to sit it down to make it happen, or push the doll down to make it yeah, happen. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Still. then what you do is you include a chair and the chair makes noise. There you go. <laughs> Brian knows the answer. Or you just My don't. Desk is very clean, Leninate. I don't have, I don't have specks of dirt because I have a uh, black desk tabletop that I bought from Ikea and I keep it, I keep it clean. Well, I mean, there's a lot of random shit on here. I've got, you know, I've got uh, DeLoreans. Got that DeLorean. That's uh, Back to the Future 1. I've got this DeLorean, Back to the Future 2. Yeah. Oh. And I've got this DeLorean Back to the Future 3. Nice. <laughs> I want to see 3. I haven't seen 3 in so long. I loved 3. We don't need roads where we're going. We need horses. It's the That's right. Uh, if you saw my screen, my keyboard, and things around it, you would be grossed out. Because what happens when you podcast a lot is you sort mm -hmm. of spit on everything without trying to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just us here going, plop, 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 with all the P's. After a while, you get a little bit of, you know, a little bit of spray. This is like a, if I had COVID, I, I've given it to everything in this office. So uh, I need to clean it all. Like my keyboard's a little, you know, it's not the cleanest keyboard on the planet. Yeah. I know the, if you really want to scare yourself, take your keyboard, get a white piece of paper and shake your keyboard above that, upside down above that white piece of paper. And you'll just be like, or do it over black. It's even worse. Oh, probably over black is even worse. Yeah. yeah, I just did a little bit. Oh, look at these little skin follicles. All right, we're moving that mm -hmm. off. Okay, that's great. I like to assume that everyone's like that, though, and it's not just me. Anyway, maybe today, <laughs> maybe today I'll clean it up. I'll, no, I'll, that's it's everybody. It's, it's everybody. everybody. All right, mm -hmm. uh, two students in the news. Two students. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they say they were suspended from Georgia High uh, Georgia High School for posting photos of crowded hallways. So these photos kind of went viral. I saw them. Uh, it was a video, yeah, of, of them walking down the... Or was it a, just a photo? I thought, I thought it, was it was a just, video of the thought, hallway. How I thought it was just photos, was. but maybe they, maybe there was both. Okay. Could have been both. Mm -hmm. uh, at least two students say they've been suspended at North Paulding High School in Georgia for posting photos of a crowded hallway that went viral on Twitter. Photos show students packed into hallways between classes, not appearing to practice social distancing, and with a few masks, very few masks visible. You had to really zoom in to see them. Uh, amid the coronavirus pandemic, they went viral after being shared by the account Free Your Mind Kid. <laughs> Jeez. It's a dumb name. Uh, uh, one of the teens who posted the photos, 15-year-old Hannah Wat Waters, Waters. Mm -hmm. she told BuzzFeed News, 
after she took a test to see what her top 10 90s favorite TV shows were. Just kidding. You don't have to do that. On <laughs> Which Disney princess are you? Yeah. I mean, I, and I realize that BuzzFeed News is like a legit separation where they do news. I get it. But. Yeah, but they should have. They really should have just called it something else because yeah. you. That's, this is what you think of when you hear BuzzFeed. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's like saying we're the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, cooking show. <laughs> that's right exactly we're nothing to do with the cannibal uh jeffrey yes. dahmer we're just making food over here you know can't do now that. uh stuff has gotten updated since we added this article to the to mm. the list here yeah to the news uh they are switching to online to, uh schooling because they've got nine cases of COVID 19 now oh yeah they got a, a few students and some and some administrators who have administrators as well yeah, yeah so you know, kind of what everybody warned them about mm-hmm. and that they said, no, nah, we're fine. And now they're not mm-hmm. fine. So, yeah. Yep. Anyway, you're sus- now everyone's suspended. <laughs> That's basically what happened. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, but what makes me mad is uh, that they would. I understand that they felt like it was a huge disruption when the fi- when the photos went viral. All it is is a giant distraction for the students and that sort of thing. I understand mm-hmm. that. But I don't think you mm-hmm. should suspend these kids. No. Like, the other the other thing is, all right, uh, is she. Is, is it something about being uh, putting kids' faces online without their approval? Oh, because some that of the kids are turned around and you know, they weren't um, that blurred might, out, or that could be. Yeah. But yeah. The, but then, what do you do when you're just at the mall filming stuff? You have to go around and get. Uh, usually, I mean, you see B-roll is usually like the bottom halves of people carrying their bags and and shuffling through the mall and stuff or it's distance yeah but if it's me and you at a mall and i'm just taking pictures because you're on the merry-go-round by the food court and i'm just taking pictures of you yeah like anybody else i can't go get disclaimers or uh uh, release forms from everybody saying it's okay if my face is you know what i mean like these are kids living in the social media era there's no Mm -hmm. there's no making sure everyone has a a, that's that is a lame excuse for a suspension if that's what they used (laughs) lame yeah lame that's like saying we should suspend we should suspend the basketball organization at a school because at the most recent game at the pep rally there, we took a bunch of pictures of the kids like rooting for the team and you didn't get all their permission to do it. <laughs> right. BS, dude. Well, a lot of those things like the ticket actually says um, by uh, by attending this this function you are agreeing to have your likeness used in video recordings and photographs of of the event that's so, maybe true i still hate it yeah it's like big deal so your face is yeah. in there so when you take those videos of me on the merry-go-round at the mall <laughs> by the food court after i've had one too many sbarro slices of pizza yeah uh <laughs> we just have to go in and use final cut pro to blur out everybody's faces that's all no problem all. totally can do easy. it easy easy final cut pro still is that a thing people use that still a thing people i don't know i don't know (laughs) it's the first thing that came to mind (laughs) i haven't used it in a long time yeah i'm a premiere man now all right where Mm. were we uh even though i haven't used it i have it because it's part of my cc purchase that's right i use it on the daily now for that uh thing i do and it's great oh yeah the fry pants plays yeah i like it a lot Uh, i have a very nice uh what do you call it? Workflow. And it's uh it's cool. It's treating me well. All right, moving on. Yes. Uh guacamole maker explodes. Oh, geez. I've seen these people at the, mm-hmm. the Mexican restaurant come 
come to your table and prepare guacamole table side. Yeah, they want to make it right there and say, do you want any salt in that or do you want some tomatoes uh-huh. and things? Yeah. More spicy, less spicy. And one of those guys just exploded. Just exploded. Just a random explosion of a guy. No, it wasn't one of those. <laughs> a high-pressure food processor being tested to make guacamole exploded in upstate New York on Wednesday. This killed a former mayor and injured oh, two other geez. people that were there. Yeah. Uh, for, former Rensselaer Mayor Joseph Cappage. Rensselaer. We have a we have a street. We have that street, that name of a street here in in uh, Arvada, and I ride my bike past it. Rensselaer Street. Rensselaer Street. Nice. Uh, Joseph Cap, who was sixty seven, died of injuries from the blast. Occurred about seven a.m. on, uh, or sorry, at Innovative Test Solutions in Schenectady. The Times Union reported. You ever go to the Times Union? I'm sure I did. Yeah. Schenectady. Schenectady, New York. <sighs> Maybe I haven't. I like to say that name. Oh, Rensselaer, not Rensselaer. Um, yeah, Schenectady is fun to say. Times Union. Yeah, I don't know if I've been. I, I know I've been to the, um, I've been to Rochester. I've been to uh, um, a few of the upstate New York newspapers. I don't know if I've been to Schenectady. Well, one day, perhaps. One. To go. Yeah, no, certainly won't be. <laughs> Not at this point. Not right now. Um, yeah. It says here, let's see, two other people suffered less serious injuries and were admitted to treatment at the hospital, uh, according to the outlet. The fatal explosion occurred as the food processor was undergoing tests to assess its viability for manufacturing guacamole. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unclear what caused the blast, but fire crews do not believe the incident was suspicious at all. Uh, Cap, who was also the trustee of the Hudson Valley Community College in Troy, Troy, New York. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to show up in a giant no, wooden never horse. Been there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to, yeah. But you show up in a big wooden horse and then hide in there until everyone goes to sleep. That's right, exactly, yes. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) That's their their mass transit system. It's just a bunch of wooden horses (laughs) on wheels that roll around the city. Yeah, and they're just huge. That's That's actually a cool visual. I don't know how many people are in there. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cool visual, though. I like the idea of it. But Troy's not the right... What is it? it, Is it Troy? The the giant horses? Trojan horse. Trojan horse, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My history was banging up against my head uh let's see he was remembered by colleagues for his legacy of service and accomplishment uh, that greatly benefited the Rensselaer county and capital region so sad news but it is. also it's, it's good to sad. know that i'm sad somebody died because i really want to make fun of the fact that you know this uh high pressure food processor maybe we just need to maybe we need to go easier on our food processors and not put them under so much pressure that's what i'm saying to make guacamole yeah that's what i say i agree yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, Mr. Steven Schleicher will be here. We're going to talk to him about a few nerdy issues. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And then uh, who knows what else we'll have time for. It depends. Brian's got a heart out today, so we're going to do our best. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I said that. I have a heart out before I get a heart in from the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Nobody put on in there. Nobody put the word on in there. All right. right. Uh, so let's do that. Brian, you got a song there you brought? I do. You? Uh, one of my favorite, uh, actually my favorite cover album from 2017, 2018 was by an artist named Kendra Morris and an album called Mockingbird. It had maybe the best cover of um, uh, Shine On You Crazy Diamond, had a great cover. It was such a great, great album. And uh, she's getting ready to release a brand new album as part of her Brighter Days Ahead Summer Long Weekly Singles Series. Big thanks to Coal Mine Records for sending this, uh, this one over. This is Kendra Morris and her brand new single, This Life.
You guys let's talk about raycon earbuds oh man i love these things uh you might be working at home these days or maybe you're been doing that so long and you're feeling like man i'm off my fitness schedule i want to i want to do better or maybe you're just trying to take a walk with the dog and listen to a good audiobook or your favorite music your playlist whatever 
You don't need the rest of the world drowning out your sound. Your roommates, your neighbors, those people. (laughs) You don't want them interfering with what you're listening to. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds with a good noise-isolating fit. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Oh, man, we've teamed up with them, and they're offering offering 15% off their uh, your order, your first order there, by Raycon.com slash MorningStream. You have to use that link, though, to get it. And unlike some of the other wireless options, they're both stylish and discreet. They fit real good. The company was co-founded by Ray J. And I don't know, have you seen people with wires and stuff hanging all over the place trying to do Zoom calls right now? It's much better having these little discreet earbuds in your ears. Plus, they just sound amazing. I have the Everyday E25 earbuds. They're the best ones yet. Six hours of playtime. No problem Bluetooth pairing. Easy, easy, easy. More bass, more compact design. Give me a really nice noise-isolating fit. Oh, they're great. I have them right here in my hand. You can't see them, but I'm holding them. Get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash morningstream. That's buyraycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N. Buyraycon.com slash morningstream for 15% off your Raycon wireless earbuds. Again, that's buyraycon.com slash morningstream. Is that just like the original Macintosh launched desktop publishing, mm-hmm. this machine will launch what, what I call desktop presentations. The big four every computer owner needs. The Morning Stream, now gluten-free. We're back, everybody. Welcome back. Well, that was a throwback. That was super likey. Uh, so she's great, man. She is uh, the vibe of all of her stuff is that. Like, if you if you like that, you'd like all her stuff. And, and like I said, her covers uh, that her covers album Mockingbird was my favorite album of that year. I and, very uh, much, very much like that. That was awesome. Yeah, the Space Oddity by David Bowie and uh, Shine on You Crazy Diamond, and uh, it's great. Kendra Morris is I the shall artist. seek out more of her material this day. Certainly should. All right. Uh, who we? Oh, it's uh, Schleicher time. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's get him in here and let's have some talking fun with him. We didn't have him last week, so this will be a nice return to form. Yay, talking fun. Talking fun with Stephen Schleicher. Steven. Steven Schleicher from Major Spoilers. What are you doing? Trying to dry out my basement again. Oh, no, not again. Not again. Not not from the rain, but this time you wake up in the morning and you hear something running downstairs and you're thinking, oh, it's the soft water uh, recycling. Yeah. And then my wife uh, came out of the shower in a towel and I was like, hey, it's going to be a good Sunday. Yeah. And then it's (sighs) like, uh, there's no hot water. So we went downstairs and the water just shooting out of the top of the hot water heater all over the floor and soaking things. And Hey, honey, I found all the hot water. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Now, here's the best part of the story, right? Okay. Hot water heaters come with a six-year warranty. Okay, and you Our just hit the six. water heater <laughs> is out of warranty by four <laughs> days. No! Four days! Oh. No. I'd be pissed. I'll bet you're pissed. You'd be pissed, right? Everyone should be pissed. Eh, just drying out the carpet today, so it'll yeah. be fine. All right, so, um, wow, four days. 
they ought to have some kind of thing where they say, you know, if you're within like two weeks on either side of a warranty, that, that we'll still. Yeah. So the the uh, so we had our plumber came out and he was like, you know what? I'm just going to take care of this today. Yeah, of course, it's a Sunday. I just wanted him to turn off, you know, the main water because we shut off the valves and it was still shooting out. But he's like, I'll just do this today. And then he said, here's the reason why they changed it to six years is because it used to be a five year warranty, but people were backdating the install date so they could get the so that they could get the uh, the free replacement. Mm. So they extended it to six years and just said, based on the date that it's manufactured or whatever, that is when the clock starts ticking. Weird. Yeah, I don't so. like I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Mm-hmm. I've had water yeah. heaters go out before, and it's a giant pain, and so I feel for oh. you in a, in a very specific yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, it happens. I'm yeah. used to it now. Yeah. We uh, we have two, so I'm always worried one of them is going to shit the bed. I'm just Well, sure of it. <laughs> when you check and see the manufacturing date and then be checking it like every month when you get close to that six years. Yeah. Because, I, man, it's going to go out. We're, we make my... Um, my brother-in-law come fix things when they break. We don't make him. He he's always very nice to say, "Hey, I'll come over and fix that for you." Right, right. So we'll just do. You that. must come over. Yeah, it's your job to fix my problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stephen, it's uh, good to have you here as always. Uh, we missed you last week, but uh, just back in time to talk about DC's fandom or oh, fandom. Yes. No, not fandom. 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 Yeah, tell me about so- the fandom. What's that about? So during the San Diego Comic-Con, DC had no presence or virtually no presence at the virtual San Diego Comic-Con because they planned on doing their own thing. Kind of like they went off and did their own thing uh, from from Diamond. Now they're doing their own thing away from the San Diego Comic-Con. And on August 22nd, you will be able to check out the DC Fandome, a global experience for 24 hours. Now, I don't know if any of this video is going to be up after that 24-hour time period, but you're going to be able to go in and you're going to see... All the media stuff, all the gaming stuff, uh, some of the comic book stuff is all going to be talked about during this thing beginning wow. 10 a.m., I believe, Eastern time on uh, the 22nd. So it's basically so their, it's like their version of what Sony and Microsoft are doing <clears throat> for their consoles this year. They're they're just kind of having their own E3 videos, right? It's yeah, yeah. Kinda and kind of like what, you know, kind of like what people did for their San Diego Comic-Con virtual stuff. Yeah. So they're going to be talking about the latest game. So they did send out a teaser for the upcoming Suicide Squad mm-hmm. video game, and it looks like a uh, like they've got the target on the back of Superman's head. Yeah. Uh, but if you look closely, it looks more like Bizarro's head Whoa. than Superman's what? head. So what? they're going to be talking about that. They've got the Watchverse. That's where you can talk about DC uh, films, TV, and home entertainment and games. You've got the U-verse, where fans get to uh, you know sit around and and uh, talk with each other. They got the Kids Verse, D- everything DC for kids. They got the Insider Verse where uh, Jim Lee is going to sit down and talk about what's going on in DC publishing. And then the fun verse, which I don't know what that is, is cool shareables. Check out our comic book reader, DIY cool Wonder Woman 84 golden armor and Batmobile kits, plus a whole lot more. Mm. Yeah, it looks like like toys and Mm -hmm. games and a big copy of Action Comics number one for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, So my suggestion, and it's real easy to go to, it's just dcfandome.com. Uh, double check and make sure that there is not a sign up requirement because you will want to get in. You don't want to get stuck in some log of trying to sign in for this thing. Um, and then that way, if you're wanting to find out what's going on with the latest movies, if you're into the Snyderverse or if you're into finding out what's going on with the next uh, TV series, I know a bunch of people are going to appear there. Uh, their official guest list is, you know, longer than your arm. It's huge. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's really, really big. So expect mm. a lot of news about what's coming up on the horizon for a lot of the shows. And I know right now I have a feeling a lot of the show stuff is going to be 
A lot of shrugging the shoulders and going, boy, wasn't last season of The Flash great. Mm. When's the next season coming? We don't know because, you know, COVID. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, I saw an ad ad saying uh, redefining heroes, uh, CW 2021. So uh, (laughs) definitely not this fall. No, no, no. I don't think it's going to be this fall. In fact, I just saw something where um, uh, SEC, um, uh, not SEC. Uh, canceled the uh, um, football for for all of this fall. Oh uh, yeah, the, the big football college. Big 10, uh, yeah. Big yeah, the Ten Big Ten. Stuff, Ten yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. The thing about film production stuff, um, I'm convinced more than ever that there's going to be some interesting new ways of getting it all done. Like seeing the behind the scenes stuff for the Mandalorian and the way that they used the freaking Unreal Engine to generate ninety mm-hmm. percent of what you saw. And in the show, me never once questioning anything I saw. Like, I never once went, oh, this doesn't look like a planet surface or this doesn't look like a cave with a freaking mud monster in it. Or, you know, like, it was legit. And when I saw how they made it, I went, that's it. That's the future right there. That's the future. Like, that's how stuff's going to get made. From now on. And, and who do you th- and who do you think is behind all of that? The uh, the big uh, the the what is it called the projection cave or whatever that they're doing? Yeah, that's uh, John Favreau yeah. who revi- who revitalized Star Wars basically with the Mandalorian. And yeah. I know a lot of people will say, "Oh no, it's the it's the the final trilogy." No, he made Star Wars something interesting. Agree. Uh, he also did that with Marvel. So uh, John Favreau, who is v- at one time was only interested in doing practical effects has slowly over time evolved over to someone who really is into the special effects stuff. And when you can go in and not put, you know, a shiny metal guy in front of a green screen and you can just put him in front of a television screen, essentially, mm-hmm. and have all of that light interact with what's going on on the, on the, uh, on the, on the stage. It's awesome. It's, it's all dynamic. It, 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 his yeah. movement is reflected in the world's movement. Like it's legit. Like the coolest new, it's the coolest innovation I've seen in film. It's so yeah, yeah. freaking it's, rad. It's really neat. And they did something like that with, I think Solo was when they first were kind of testing it out because they had the big wall for all of the hyperspace stuff. Yeah. Um, where you would just go in and they were projecting the the the, the jumps onto the screen so right. that you wouldn't have to worry about doing it all in, in green screen stuff. Right, right. Um, so, and then that evolves into this giant LED monitor system, which is just mind-blowing how cool that and is. And it's just, it's just seamless. Like, it's yeah, just because seamless. The, the, so the cameras cool. are tied into that Unreal Engine, and mm-hmm. so if you move the physical camera, that Unreal Engine uh, system starts moving around following the camera, and so everything shifts in perspective. Yeah, it's all screen. motion it tracked. So cool. It's using real uh, ray tracing lighting effects. Like, all of that mm-hmm. stuff That's amazing. contributes to just the most realistic looking stuff. And yes, it's an expensive rig, right? Like, that yeah, entire well. thing is an expensive rig, but it's a drop in the bucket compared to having to do the kinds of location scouting and stuff you would normally do for a science fiction thing like this, where you need or deserts. Even, and, or even hiring animators to do, you know, hundreds of hours of rotoscope work and yeah. green screen work and then build the worlds in the 3D, which they're already built in there, and then make sure you've got the dynamic lighting. And then, so it this really reduces, I don't want to say all of the post-production special effects work, but a vast majority of the uh, special effects work is taken care of because they basically have a practical effect uh, with that. Again, yeah. for lack of a better word, a giant TV screen in front of your act. Yeah, the world is in the room with you. Like, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So cool. Anyway, I mean, and, and what's funny about it is it's almost like we've we've gone full circle. Back in the 30s and 40s, if you were filming a couple yeah. talking in a car, <laughs> you had a <laughs> shitty projection of the car driving behind them, and they were never driving anywhere. It was just a bad pro- projection. We finally yeah. got into the place where that projection stuff is just like pixel perfect, amazing. 
it's it's a it's a funny combination of practical and digital. I I just love it. Anyway, uh, hey, free comic book day is finally here, but it's digital. Ooh. Right. Tell me how so that's going to work. Because of COVID, we didn't get a free comic book day. And again, free comic book day is typically or has been in the past the first Saturday in May. But with all of these free comic books lying around and no real way to get them out to people, publishers have been slowly putting them into comic shops. Uh, but if you really want to get your hands on free comics right now, today, uh, there's another batch coming up, I think this week, from Marvel and Dark Horse. You can go over to the Comixology web uh, site right now and uh, sign in with your login. And they have access, you have access to all the free Comic Book Day 2020 comics that they have posted. Some of them that they have are from years past, mm -hmm. which is rather odd. But uh, if you just do a search for free Comic Book Day 2020, you'll see the new Spider-Man and you'll see the new Stranger Things and and some of the other stuff that's totally well this totally, is totally this free. is way more stuff than you'd get at a comic book store physically so. yeah yeah that's why i said if you look there's some of these from a couple of years ago like there's a 2017 one that's sitting in there 2016 2017 uh there should really only be about 10 of them right now uh that are from this year uh but they'll 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 start rolling more and more out uh both to the comic book stores and into the comiXology uh, app over the next month their whole plan was to start doing it in july but, you know, not everybody was opened up yet. And so they're slowly starting to get those free comic books out to everybody and trying to do it over, I believe, the entire month of August. Well, OK, so good news on top of this. Um, assuming the post office still exists in the next few days, uh, Carter and I are going to do a free comic book. We normally would do it in May also, but we're mm -hmm. going to do our free comic book day prints uh, that we traditionally do every year. We're going to do them like ASAP. So if you want, if you uh, collected them in the years past, they're free. Uh, we do a four by six print, sign them, send them out to whoever you get to them in the mail. Again, assuming there's mail, I'm actually legit worried about that because mm -hmm. nothing's getting anywhere on time right now. And it's, but people aren't getting medications and like important bills and other stuff. How in the hell are my little stupid free prints going to get anywhere? But anyway, <laughs> we're planning on it and you don't, we don't really have a good option with UPS or FedEx. They don't do small no, they don't. They that's the, that's the biggest problem with this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we'll we'll keep you guys informed, but we are we are going to do it. We um we don't know what our theme is, but we think whatever heroes her and I do this year, we're gonna they're gonna be wearing masks. I think we're gonna do that. Oh, clever. Yeah. Yeah. Not I mean more Probably than their Batman, normal. Though, yeah, right? more than their regular mask. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, okay. yeah. like a like a COVID nineteen mask. Or, PPE. They're gonna be wearing you know, PPE. Before, there you go. Yeah, before you uh, just slap a couple of uh, you know medical masks on them, you might want to go and look and see what companies like DC and Marvel have already done, mm. because some of their ad campaigns for wearing a mask, while good and people should be wearing a mask, kind of look silly when they slap a a mask mm. on. You know, like a Flash or the Batman or Wonder Woman or something. Sure. So you you might want to figure out how you want to do those masks. Yeah. Black Panther would be a good person because he's already got a mask on. That's mm -hmm. true. Maybe we'll have uh, our heroes fighting a giant uh, COVID, you know, the, the ball the with the monster. things. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's something like the that. The ball it's with the nubules Yeah, the little it. nubules yeah. on it. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so there's just a little quick note about that. Hey, real quick, uh, I've been using Comixology Unlimited a lot more lately, mm -hmm. and I finally started, I know you saw my tweet on Twitter, but I've been reading, oh, I got deleted. Um, I've been reading East of West, yeah. And man, that's a good comic book. Didn't know how cool it was until I finally dug in and I am ripping through it. I'm loving every freaking second mm -hmm. of that. And on Unlimited, the entire volume set is there. So if you want to go read a cool, it's published by Image, I want to say. Um, just a yes, rad alternate history, super future combination of like 
I don't know. It reminds me a little of Saga. Reminds me a little bit of of uh, I don't know, some Mad Max tone stuff in there. It's very cool. East of West, baby. Rad comic. There's my review. Cool. All right. All right, Stephen, uh, have a fantastic rest of your day and week. Uh, make sure people check out Majorspoilers.com, where coverage like this can be found on the daily. Stephen, anything else before we let you go? Stay hydrated. Oh, that's such a good idea. We'll do our best. Bye now. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brian, we are going yes, to sir. jump right to the mashup and then okay. be done. Because that's as, that's as much time as we have today. Yeah, so, play it safe. Here's the mashup. This is from Jamie. It's called Barry the Beaver. Enjoy. Look at her thinking of happy thoughts. Something smells weird. <laughs> Can we have Life Flight fly in here and take me home? <laughs> I don't know that my dainty complexion will make it till morning. Hey, Mike, uh, you smell something? Don't worry about it. Go back to sleep. <laughs> it's nothing. Just don't roll over. Mike Bison would be his name, Brian. Mike Bison. Mike Bison. M. Bison. Stands for Mike. <laughs> Use mug with a flat and thin bottom for best performance. Glass, oh, you're screwed. I definitely don't have a flat and thin bottom. <laughs> I have a very, very thick bottom. Not me. I got Hank Hillbutt. I get the <laughs> You suffer from no acetol? Yeah, I have no acetol. I've OD'd on no acetol. If it's that hot, you're not going to want to put your finger in there. No, no. Chat room crawling right up my pipe today. Right up the pipe. Some kid in high school was 15, and he's just always getting boners and stuff. And now he's 30. Now he's 30. And he probably doesn't get near as many boners. Probably not. Not that medication. Think of that. Ah, my cigar is phallic-shaped. Does this turn you on? Yeah. (laughs) Does it remind you of anything? (laughs) Like the penis? Oh. <laughs> I want your boob. Your boob. Eyes up here, Data. Cake. Cake. IP scanner. That's how they get your uh, what IP. Is, what does IP stand in, for? Interphasic in this particular oh. story. Individual in, penises. In, oh, there it is again. Interphasic <laughs> scan display. Yeah. Individual <laughs> penises is a better one. <laughs> Jordy, four inches. Maintain no personal dis- <laughs> distance. On this ship, we will never be more than two inches from one another. <laughs> There are four inches between us. I feel like I'm licking somebody's pipe. Oh, jeez. Sounded wrong, didn't it? Copper pipe is what you meant, right? Somebody's copper piping, plumbing. You know, they're plumbing piping. That totally won't get edited out for a mashup. No, it'll be fine. Maybe we could, I don't know, take a break from looking at beaver and getting chicken wings and, you know, play basketball and keep everybody safe. I don't know. Brian meant leave it to beaver, the TV show. That's what I'm sorry. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's all he was referring to. That's the animals that they have at Florida strip clubs. Did I not mention that? Oh yeah, they have little. It's uh, the an- animatronic ones at the wing place. They they talk to Send you. Send your emails. Yeah, <laughs> Barry the Beaver will bring you his wings. Right. Everybody wins. <laughs> what an odd combination of film sack and uh, and TMS today. TMS. Was there a boop in there too? I don't know. I don't. But it was done away. So who knows? I don't know what yeah. he was doing. Anyway, <clears throat> if you haven't heard that film sack uh, watch along, it was a fun one. We watched uh, the horrible neuropeptide cake one or whatever it's called, yes. not neuropeptide. Uh, Phantasm, Star Trek Next Generation Phantasms yeah. uh, episode. Catch up if you haven't because it's good stuff. Data has nightmares and hilarity ensues. Every single time. Hey, if you like that nonsense, you might want to support us at patreon.com slash TMS. Why wouldn't you? Because there's extra content and all kinds of bonus business. So go over there and do it. Patreon.com slash TMS. Uh, you can also find our uh, website at frogpants.com slash TMS. By the way, TMS mashups 
uh, aka Jamie, who does those. He's great. You should follow him on Twitter as well, at TMS Mashups. And send us your feedback, your comments, your emails, themorningstream at gmail.com. All right, Brian, we're going to go now so that you have a wide berth. Give me your uh, song ending song. Certainly. Shannon Winchester wrote in and said, my husband, Shannon Emerson Winchester, wrote in and said, my husband David has a birthday on August 10th, and I would love for you to play him a song. His favorite group is The Cure, but he also likes The Clash. He's got good taste. Anything of or by other of those bands would be great. He's a huge TMS fan, and it would be awesome to have a song for him. Happy birthday, David. Signed, Shannon easy boy that there uh those are two bands that get covered a lot and this is one i have not played on tms before comes from a 2013 album called i slept through the 80s and is um one of the happiest cure songs you'll ever hear it's uh, performed by the big bright here is just like heaven all right we'll see you guys tomorrow right here on tms Standing in the water
just like a dream just like a dream just like a dream just like a dream daylight licked me into shape I must have been asleep for days and moving lips to breathe his name I opened up my eyes and I found myself alone, alone, alone above a raging sea that stole the only boy I loved and drowned him deep inside of me Soft and lonely, you who were lost and lonely, you who were just like heaven. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. All right, all right.